Welcome to the podcast series by Writer's Key. Hi everyone, I'm Anjali Ragbir here and today I'm joining you to tell you all about how to write a research paper. And I know most of you are thinking god I'm not that geek or nerd who wants to write a paper but you know writing a research paper I think it, it can be broken down really easily and here are, I'm going to be talking about six easy steps so that you can write one um and I think it's really important for students to understand that they can write a research paper because it shows that you're stretching beyond the academic curriculum It's an amazing tool. You can show how you analyze things, how curious you are about the world around you and you can show a certain sort of, you know, intellectual prowess with it. Uh usually a research paper needs to be about 8 to 10 pages long and let's say it has to be around 2500 to 3000 words. Uh the big question I think is what do you research on and that's something I'm going to just break it down in six steps and what to research on you know how do you do it what are the steps that you need to follow um so let's get started and i'm going to also try and use an analogy which you might find interesting um so that you can work on that mentally at least and see how easy the whole process can be so the first step that we have to do is formulate the question so step 1 is formulate the research question and for this you need to set out and take a topic Now most students you'll find are interested in one thing or the other. If your student is passionate about physics, uh, they can talk about physics, they can pick a topic in physics. Um if they're interested in math, they could talk about math. If they're interested in biology, it could be something with medicine. But I'm going to take an example that I think that a lot of us can relate to. All of us have been facing the lockdown. I think I can safely say that all of us have ventured into the kitchen a lot more than we uh, would have done otherwise. Um so I think cooking during lockdown why has there been such a rush to cook during covid? Everyone seems to have become a baker. Uh it's not only enough to create the perfect dish but we also want to share our talent on social media. And this is something I'm talking about is not limited just to India. everywhere you look baking has become the pastime so now with this question um we should try and refine it whatever question that you're formulating hone that question refine it mull over it read about it someone may have conducted research on a similar topic that's fine you can learn from someone else's work make sure that you don't copy their work or you will be caught for plagiarism So let's go back to our research question. Can we deepen that? Are people baking during COVID because sugar satisfies emotional hunger? Now we've taken the research into cooking during COVID into another deeper, larger, bigger issue. And that's what you have to do even with um the research that any student sets out to do. Once you have a topic and a research question and you've refined it, you need to get down to doing yes you guessed it the actual research so data becomes the second big point that you do data becomes your key your research is only going to be as good as your data find out data places where you can find the data the world wide web is your friend dig deep into it you found research that people may have done now find out where these people got information 
find reasons and evidence to support your research query. There's a ton of information out there. You need to sift through it carefully. You need to sh make sure that it's not rubbish uh, and it's not unauthenticated. Go on sites like .gov or .edu or .org to find reliable information. Your research really is only as good as your information. So this step is very critical. You can also conduct your own research by going into the field. You can conduct interviews, you can take surveys, you can exchange emails with experts in the field. You can, you know, today everyone is open to uh, filling out questionnaires. You can formulate questionnaires, get that uh, to your target audience. Uh, if I go back to our cooking example, you can actually conduct a short WhatsApp survey to your friends and family. You can ask them their name, age, gender, how much time are they spending on cooking? What are they cooking most? Do they enjoy it? Does it give them satisfaction? And any other comments. Once you collect the data from your friends and family, you can find out why people eat sweet things to satisfy emotional eatings. You can collate that data and see what are the answers for that. So the next important thing becomes when you're collecting the information, it's very important to know what the source of that information is. You need to document it because credibility is key. You must have data from sources which are credible. So if you're using books or if you're using a library or if you're using the World Wide Web, make sure that you are getting authentic uh, data. Uh, if you're quoting a particular author, is that person a recognized as expert? Is the book that you're referring to, is the publisher reputable? And also understand for what purpose you want to use the information you found. <coughs> is it background information? Is it support for your argument? Or is it a response to a counter argument? Now, all these sources, you need to, it's called a citation. When you find your information, you should note down that source. And that source has to be written in a particular way which I'm just going to WhatsApp you. Okay, now that you've got the question that you wanted to research on, you've got background information, you've got reasons and evidence in support of your argument, now the time has come to put it down on paper. You need to prepare an outline. Uh, at Writer's Key, we find best if students work within a framework. So we give them a framework which kind of, you know, tells them how to note down that information. You've collected it, you've got vast amount of data, but you need to make sense of it. You need to make your reader know that you know uh, the material that you're engaging with. So first of all, start the framework with a summary. Give a brief summary of the research that you're undertaking. Move on to then the introduction, which is uh, what is the question that you're researching on? Then you move on to the body which is the background information. You give the background information so that the reader understands what the problem is. Then you move on to giving them the statement and explanations of why you're supporting your argument. You can even put counter arguments in this. And towards the end, you would want a conclusion in which is a summary of the main points and a final insight as to how readers will be affected if they are persuaded by your argument and alternatively, if they're not persuaded by your argument, how would that leave them? So Writer's Key has packages for research papers. 
and we work very closely with students to help them develop all these points. Um, we, the student goes away, collects the data, and then they come to us and we help make sense out of that information. Uh, we work really closely with the framework, how to formulate the framework, what needs to go in the paper and what doesn't. So I think that's really a, a very critical piece because that is an expression, the framework is the expression of what you've actually collected. Now that you've written out your paper and you've got everything together, um, the fifth very important step becomes conference. And by conference, I mean, uh, you need to ask someone to review your paper. You would have gotten so close to the paper that you can't see it objectively. Uh, so it's best if you can get a mentor. There are plenty of people who can be mentors. If it's physics, reach out to someone in IIT maybe. Uh, if it's biology, maybe you could have a doctor um, be your mentor. Get some sort of uh, expert in the field to be your mentor. This will help you deepen your research. And it's very important because... Um, a grade 11 or 12 student will be thinking in a particular way. Uh, now, a mentor can help deepen that work. So we think it's really important to have a mentor on for a paper. This brings me to the last point, which I cannot emphasize more, which is revise and edit. Um, your checklist should be, is the purpose of your paper clear? Will the audience understand what you're saying? And is your information clearly organized? Have you got at least three reasons to support your argument? It's very important to go back and see that there is clarity in the entire paper. And I would say that editing is as important. It looks so bad if you have a sloppy paper with spelling errors or punctuation errors. It's very important to... Uh, I mean, there are plenty of uh, software available like Grammarly where you can check spelling errors, you can check capitals and punctuation, or paragraph uh, breaks there. Other grammatical things such as, is the verb tense consistent? So it's very important to have a very neat and clean paper. So as I promised, it was six easy steps on how to write a research paper. I hope the cooking example helped you. That was just to kind of, you know, show you if you start thinking in a particular direction, you can actually research on virtually anything. Um, I'm Anjali Ragbir uh, from Writer's Key. And if you really want to know more about how to re write a research paper or your child wants to actually get down to writing something, please reach out to us. We'd be really happy to help. Um, I'd be happy to share uh, my packages with you. Um, and I hope you enjoyed today. Thank you for listening, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe.